And if the end of episode 119 eliminated anyone from Whamageddon 2019, you're welcome. Everybody and Merry Christmas! Welcome to What's on Joe Mind Special Edition 68. We're a fan cast about the world of GI Joe. I'm your host Mike Irizarry, and very low tech stuff tonight. Uh, this will not be a whole lot of time out of your day, but figured it was more important to get something out to thank the folks who helped make this year as big a year as it was for us. We put out a lot of content this year and really ramped it up after the previous couple of years. And rather than make the previous episode, episode 119, just super long by thanking everybody at the end, because we were already in for that one a pretty long time. That's already two and a half hours of us talking without a whole lot of concrete news to talk. So we didn't want to wear everybody out. Figured we'd put our special thank yous here for the end of the year on its own special edition where we can let each of them breathe a little bit on their own. Of course, first and foremost, thanks to all of you for tuning in every every time we put out an episode. I wish I could say there was some kind of rhyme or reason to it. It's more like when things happen, or enough things happen, we get together and we talk about them in some depth. I know that that's not as easy necessarily to make time for as something that shows up every week or every other week or even once a month, but it's the best we can do with what we've got. G.I. Joe doesn't have a whole lot going on in the mainstream. So rather than force ourselves into a format that doesn't really work with the property, we, we play it by ear, and when stuff happens, we, we try to get uh, enough of it together to put together a, a decent discussion for it. After the listeners, next round of thank yous goes to our guest hosts. And over the course of 2019, we had several folks step in and help out, uh, whether it be through absences of a normal host or maybe just a special occasion. Very often on short notice, these are, are folks who came in and, and were dedicated to keeping our show at the high, low-class, two-bit slime show that we try to maintain. Sarah Dietrich, who guested for us on, I don't know, probably four or five occasions over the last year, a couple of ladies' nights events. She was on with the, the Morgan Lofting interview and really takes this job seriously. She is the only person that I've ever worked with on this program that ever got back to me after we were done and asked for notes. So when you hear Sarah on our program, just be aware. She's, she's taking it seriously. She wants to do a great job for our listeners. Dave Draper came back and visited with us again on a couple of occasions. We had him in for the infamous Lost episode, which was really a great episode, and I'm sorry again that nobody's ever going to hear it but me and Dave and, and Brian Lower. But that's how it goes sometimes, and he, he did help out with the Rage and Spoon Kickstarter late in the year. You can find Dave and his partner Jason Duvall at ToyWorldOrder.com and their corresponding YouTube channel. We also had Kate McLeod in for Ladies' Night, and she is always a treasure to have on the air. Very thoughtful, uh, very well-spoken. Uh, we always get honest and offbeat opinions from Kate when she's in. We have a good time. 
Paige Wagner helped us out for our Joe Fest coverage. Frankly, without Paige Wagner, there was no Joe Fest coverage because he got a hold of me a couple of days beforehand. Uh, had it not been for Paige Wagner's brother bailing on him for Joe Fest, I, I wouldn't have gotten to go to Joe Fest. So, yeah, it was all a very 11th hour come together thing. But but Paige thought of me uh, when he was looking for somebody to, to fill the spot in his car and in his hotel room. And so we got lots of great stuff at Joe Fest as a result. Brian Lower, who is best known to you as HEC788 on YouTube, we have about eight seconds worth of audio that's proof that he was here. Unfortunately, he was a host of, of the Lost episode that I was mentioned a few seconds ago, and we haven't had a chance to have him back yet. Uh, but, but Brian is excellent people. I got to meet him for the first time at Joe Fest. I'm really glad that I did. We've kept in touch. We've kept a correspondence. He is a, a good friend in the community, and we will have him back very shortly. Also want to thank Brian for having Joe Colton and I on his channel as part of his Joe Colton review episode. Uh, that was a lot of fun to finally do something in in that realm and a little scripted comedy. It was a good time, and I hope we can do that again in the near future, too. I also want to give thanks to Michael Mercy, who had both Carson and I as guests on separate episodes of his Toy Guys Talking series. So be sure to check those out when you get the chance on YouTube as well on Michael Mercy's channel. And last but certainly not least is Mark Weber, the former head of the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro, guest hosted for us a number of times over the course of the year, including the last couple of regular episodes. Mark's an old radio guy, so we know we're going to have good chemistry when Mark is around, and, and we know him well, and our, our, our sense of humors mesh up, and it's always fun when we get to call Mark and, and have him in for the show. So thank you to our, our guest hosts for 2019. And of course, our guests for 2019, we would be remiss without giving them a call back here started off the year with our good friend Arun Singh, who is the second most common guest on our program. I don't know what the I don't know what the word there is. It makes it sound bad when I call it common. But he's been on the show more often than anybody, short of the hosts and one other guy who we'll get to later in this list. Arun Singh, of course, has had several jobs over the time that we've known him. Started out as as working with Marvel. He is currently the Vice President of Marketing at Boom Studios. Boom Studios made some news recently when they became the fourth largest comic book publisher in the U.S., which is a big step for a small publisher, or what's considered a small publisher. It's DC, it's Marvel, it's Image, and there's Boom Studios in fourth place. So that's some great company to keep, and I, I think having a rune around to plug their books and, and get them in the public consciousness has played a big part of that. So thank you to Arun for, for coming in a couple of times in 2019. Heard several times from Bobby Vala, the designer of the Action Force line. We did a lot for him uh, in his couple of Kickstarters. He is the founder of Volaverse Toys, and you can check out his wares at www.avolaverse.com. And we will certainly be hearing from Bobby again in the near future. If you are interested in all at, in six-inch military action figures, Bobby is your guy. These figures are incredible. The Kickstarter funded this past fall. Currently going through some more crowdfunding for some stretch goals and, and additional product. 
best place to get the the most detail on that is on Facebook. Uh, just find Bobby on Facebook at Voliverse or on Instagram at Voliverse. He's great at, at putting out information for the public. So if you want information about Action Force, Bobby's going to give it to you. We also had Dan Larson on the on the show back in the springtime. Dan is the host of Toy Galaxy on YouTube, and he probably doesn't need us to plug him at all, but it was great having him in and talking to him. I found Dan's channel on YouTube about this time last year and went through his library, and unfortunately, since there hasn't been a whole lot of G.I. Joe product, it, it took a while to uncover that you know, Dan is not so secretly a G.I. Joe guy. It's just there hasn't been much G.I. Joe to talk about, so he hasn't done it much lately. But uh, <laughs> if anybody out there is wondering, yeah, he's one of us. You can find him on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. Dan and his producer Greg post episodes a couple times a week. I believe it's Tuesday and Thursday. I never get to them quite on time because of my own work schedule. But Tuesday and Thursday afternoon, evening, you can always find a new video on Toy Galaxy. Highly recommended. If you like the sense of humor on our program, you will like the sense of humor on Dan's show on YouTube. We also were privileged to speak with Arthur Burghardt, who is best known to Joe fans as the voice of Destro on the old Sunbow cartoons. Uh, Arthur really wasn't doing a whole lot of interviews. He was not reaching out to, to podcasts. He, he wasn't really in the public eye for a while. And this year he you know, started making the rounds on the convention circuit, and we were absolutely tickled that he, he picked us to, to speak to. I think it was his first podcast ever. I, I really don't know. For, for certain I know it's I know he hasn't done a whole lot of them but uh, it was it was great to just sit and and chat with him and listen to the stories that he had again absolutely a privilege to, to have him on our program giving his backstory for our listeners we also heard from noted author James Cavanaugh who is the most common guest in what's on Joe mind history he's appeared something like 20 times on our program over the years which, you know, I guess that means we're getting James Cavanaugh two to two and a half times a year, which might be more than what's really wise to do. Anyhow, James is, of course, always pushing his, his book, his pride and joy, his baby, The Rank and File, which is the spiritual successor to Mark Belomo's book, only it deals with the modern releases uh, for, of G.I. Joe that, that Hasbro and, and the club have put out in more recent years. And we are coming, getting close to having volume, oh, I don't have it in front of me, but so I'm going to get in trouble on this one, but I believe volume five should be coming in, in the near future. Uh, so keep an ear to the ground for James and his appearances. He's always got the books available on uh, Amazon. So you can just search for rank and file and you should be able to find it with with a minimal amount of searching best place to find james on social media is probably still facebook where you can just use the title of his old book r-a-h-c guide and you'll find all the updates for rank and file with that account as well you know how it goes with sequels there's no point in getting a whole new account for the sequel right <laughs> 
We also heard for a brief time, we at Joe Fest, we caught up with Kirk Bazigian, the former head of G.I. Joe brand and boys toys in general at Hasbro during their 1980s heyday. It's always great to, to get some time with Kirk, even if it's just a couple of minutes. We had a sit down with Morgan Lofting, who was the actress who played the Baroness on the old Sunbow cartoons. There, too, she hadn't done a whole lot of interviews uh, before this year, and then the last little while she started to make more of the convention circuit, and we were happy to have her in. We had her as the head of our Baroness Roundtable with Joe and Sarah, and I think it was a, a great discussion between the three of them on, on some of the unique stuff that's happened for Morgan in her career. Uh, when we were at the Ohio Toy and Comic Show, we heard from Eric Aranya, who is a longtime friend of the program, one of the designers, one of the founders at Boss Fight Studio, who continue to put out their Vitruvian Hacks and Bucky O'Hare and working on Sam and Max and Lucha Libre. And just, it's really coming up big for Boss Fight in recent times. And I think it's going to continue to because they make great product. And you can find Boss Fight Studio at www.bossfightstudio.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Again, just look for bossfightstudio.com. You have questions, by all means, find them and ask them. Uh, they will reply to you. Great bunch of folks at Boss Fight Studio. Again, they hadn't been on the program for a while. And it was great to have Eric back. Just wish more of them had come to Ohio. Also at Ohio, we got to talk to our once-a-year podcast buddies from the infamous podcast, Brian Tudor and Johnny Potorv. And there's a train going by in the background because it's... 70 degrees in St. Louis on Christmas Day, and that's weird, so my windows are open. Anyhow, you can find Brian and Johnny pretty well self-contained. Uh, you can All their stuff at theinfamouspodcast.com. It is geek culture, anything, TV, movies, toys. They talk about it. Uh, again, they've, they've been doing this for a long time together. So there's a lot of chemistry. They've got a, a very similar sense of humor to what we have here on our show. So if you like our show, you will really enjoy the infamous podcast. Got to talk to Paul Aller on a couple of occasions, and I was privileged enough to, to be the host of his panel at CoilCon this year. But Paul is the writer of the new, I guess it's still new, IDW G.I. Joe series. And it has been released. We're on issue three now. High amounts of critical acclaim, which is really interesting for a G.I. Joe book that hasn't seen Snake Eyes and, you know, hasn't had a whole lot of Duke. So it's it's great to see that G.I. Joe can be a viable property as that train is still going by. G.I. Joe can be a viable property without relying on what's considered its two biggest stars. And Paul has done a great job with it so far. I'm real excited for what's coming next. If you're not picking up Paul's G.I. Joe book from IDW, you are missing out. You can find Paul at Paul Aller. That's P-A-U-L-A-L-L-O-R on Twitter. And the last guest we had this year was Paul Kirkstein. I screwed that up. It's Kirstein, even though he told me that on the episode. Paul is the designer and founder, lead designer and founder of Rage and Spoon Toys, who are uh, just released a couple days ago that they will be finding a new way to relaunch 
the Series 2 complex base building system. Uh, they are planning to rework that Kickstarter and, and crowdfund that somehow, uh, and they are looking for input. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, you want to get an idea floated to Paul for the relaunch of that complex base series, which is a great toy, you can find him most easily at Rage and Spoon Toys on Facebook. So just get into there. He is officially accepting feedback. So as Gary used to say, D-bad, keep it civil. We're looking for constructive criticism here. And uh, hopefully we will be able to help Paul get it funded the second time around. We have a great record of success, or I should say our fans have a great record of success with backing Kickstarters. And even when they don't back the first time, they back the second time. Uh, we don't we don't have too many uh, projects that, that don't go funded by our folks. We also got to talk to Ryan Drost, one of the hosts at Star Joe's, about his comic book project, The Stealth Hammer, based on his, his wife and his family and some strange, fantastic situation. I will direct you towards Ryan's show, Star Joe's. You can find them on Facebook at starjoes.com. They, they broadcast in most of the same places we do. So if you're on Podbean or, or iTunes, you know, just, just punch in Star Joe's. Uh, they are very much our brothers in arms. Uh, we love the guys at Star Joe's, and, and they love us, we hope. If you're interested in his book, I'm, I'm sure that he'll be figuring out a way to try and get that out there again, too. So head to Facebook and punch in Star Joe's, and you'll be kept on top of all the stuff that Ryan's got going on, not only with the show, which is great, but also his book, which looks to be also great. And that brings us down to the cast. Can't do a show, can't do a roundtable discussion show unless you've got great co-hosts. And I seem to have inherited the lead chair these days. And that's mostly because I know the most about audio editing. I don't really think it's a talent thing. But I have great co-hosts in Carson Metaxas, who you can find at 3djoes.com. And of course, Joe Colton, who's been part of the program now for about four years or so. I, I don't know, I'd have to go back and check but at least three years. And Joe is one of the, the staple cosplayers of the G.I. Joe community. She's been heavily involved with The Finest and their fundraising efforts, and we've been happy to be a part of that with the program as well. Uh, and you can find Joe at Joe Colton Cosplay on Facebook and occasionally on our stuff too when she remembers to plug the damn show. And, of course, my brother Rob, who when I pitched the idea of doing a regular comic book compendium, so to speak, kind of a, a companion piece. He was willing to take that down, and, and you know, he and I have, have figured out a method to, to keep that as low impact as possible so that we're able to, to keep most of the production efforts on the main program and the special editions and, you know, the, the stuff that deals with guests and discussion and things like that. But we needed to have something out there for comics because... Really, the comic books have been the only regular G.I. Joe content for several years now. And so we couldn't just sit on that and wait for the regular episodes to roll around. You know, we, we need to get something out there to at least acknowledge and review these comics somewhat close to when they're released. And, and Rob has been great with that. He's figured out how to juggle that into his normal routine. And, you know, it's, it's rack time. 
Rack time is shack time. Rack time is smack time. And if you know any other words that rhyme with ack that I can get away with using as a slogan, by all means, send them on in. I'm probably going to regret that request, but whatever. Just so long as you're writing in. I, of course, went into greater detail of our sponsors on every regular episode, but we'll give a mention here because that's what we do. That's the kind of show this is today. We've got AVAX Lab. You can find it at avaxlab.com. We've got Roma Collectibles, the official Vagabond hobo retailer of What's on Joe Mind. And uh, you can find their schedule at romacollectibles.com, but they don't really sell anywhere online. Of course, we mentioned The Finest, and they are one of our sponsors. You can find out more about The Finest, which is the largest G.I. Joe cosplay organization in the U.S., at thefinestcc.com, 3djoes.com, mentioned just a second ago. It's the online home of our of our host and friend, Carson Metaxas. All the cool stuff, which is our official brick-and-mortar retailer in the U.K. Uh, it's run by our friend Dave Tree. And you can find them at allthecoolstuff.co.uk and Kokomo Toys, which is our official brick-and-mortar retailer here in the U.S. and home of the What's on Joe Mine Lounge. Uh, Kokomo Toys is in Kokomo, Indiana. So if you're around Indianapolis, just head about an hour's north, and there they are right in Main Street of town. We call Todd the mayor, and that's probably not without merit. So... You can visit uh, Kokomo Toys at kokomotoys.com. They're also a pretty high-profile eBay seller. So if you go to eBay and you want to you want to buy some stuff from Kokomo Toys, you can't get to central Indiana. Just head to eBay, search for Kokomo Toys. You should find their online store. And that's it. That's a wrap on 2019. We do have another special edition after this one for the end of the year. It's a little something special. Nobody else has heard that yet, counting my co-hosts. It is purely a production piece that I think everybody will enjoy it. Everybody's been asking for it for a while. So keep your ears to the ground, and you should see that next week, and it'll it'll be a lot of fun. But until then, this has been What's on Joe Mind, Special Edition 68. I'm Mike Irizarry. Enjoy the rest of your Christmas, and have a great evening. <laughs>
Christ. Please.